Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back and thanks for joining us. You're tuned into About Sparta Podcast brought to you by the good folks at New Amendment. We're live on Beyond Big Ten on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Let's get into these X's and O's, my brother. Yes, sir. Now, before we jump in, I think it's only appropriate that we wish DeMar Hamlin safety for the Buffalo Bills a speedy recovery, and to keep him up uplifted with prayer and just to let him know that we're with him um, during this tough time. Um, you never want to see a, a athlete go through what he's going through um, and what his family is going through. So just want to big him up and, and, and keep just positive energy um, in prayer. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that, Travis, but I'll give you your chance to, to say something as well. No, like you said, big prayers up as a you know former athlete and the person who watches football and just any you know player. You don't want to see that happen, and you know the way it happens. So big prayers up for him and his family, and wishing a speedy recovery and um, just hoping everything be okay. Now, man, let's let's get into it a little bit, man. It's a new year, two thousand and twenty-three is among us, man. And man, I think we're in store. We we started Big Ten play. I think we're in store for something special. Um, the Spartans are rolling. Uh, Trav, man, just tell the people um, some of your uh, some of your new goals for 2023. What you got going on, man? Yeah, my brother. Happy New Year, as they say. Happy New Year, new goals. It's MLK month. I got my I have a dream sweater on. MLK, baby. You feel me, okay. son? No, okay. man. I'm excited. Uh, I'm a big guy. I like to have a couple goals. And I think one of my goals, I, I told my little basketball team, like, hey, is be intentional. Everything you do, let's just be intentional. You know, uh, let's have a lot of fun. 22 was a great year. Let's just make it a little bit better. And that was great. For sure, man. And I think that goes for me as well. Um, just coming in with just new energy, new life. Um, life is too short to just be hanging on or depressed about anything and just attacking each day uh with with new new purpose and 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 the giving that energy man that's that's what it's about so those are a couple of my goals uh for 2023 man i love it with that being said uh stay had a game against buffalo on december 30th um at home at the breast uh buffalo was coming in at six and six we were eight and four um, and we managed to pull out a, a, a good victory. Um, the, the podcast before, I think we said it was going to be an up and down game. We know Buffalo like to um, push for possessions. Um, but I think we, we we held our own. We did what we need to do. And uh, we got some contributions from Hauser, Hogger, and, uh, and Atkins once again. Um, just touch on what you've seen out there and what, what you think we need to improve on. Yeah, man, like we talked about, this game was going to be exciting. Um, they scored a lot of points their last game. They had scored 129 points. We talked about, like, how we want to get up and down. So these games are always great because we had about five or six guys that contributed. You know, when sure. we had two guys that was a double-double, Joey, right, he came off with 14 points, 12 rebounds, and six assists. We also had A.J. A.J. had 11 points and 10 assists. Right. And Jaden, kind of what we talked about on the last show is he's continuing to build. He yeah. had 13 points and he was three for three from the three point line. Yes, right. Sir. So it's exciting to kind of continue to see him get going. And Malik Hall, 
right? Malik Hall is still coming back, punching back. He had 11 points. He was two for two from the three-point line, you know? And then our two freshmen, which I love to see when our freshman is involved and getting going, and we'll talk about them as we move forward. But Jackson Kohler, he has seven points and four rebounds in 11 minutes. And then Trey, Trey has seven points. So those are always really good, as you know, when everyone can get involved and feel like they really contributed. That's a big thing for us. Uh, I think you I think you hit it right on the head. Um, my two unsung heroes for uh, that game was definitely Malik Hall and Jackson Kohler. Uh, Malik just playing 12 minutes. Um, he didn't really contribute anything else other than scoring. But, man, in those 12 minutes, he filled it up with 11 points. He was three for, three for four from uh, two point and two for two, like you said, from three point. Then Jackson Kohler, man, he is starting to find his way. It seems like he's starting to find his rhythm. He's more comfortable. He's now breathing as heavy. It's just, it's just falling in the, in the place. He played 11 minutes, seven points, four rebounds, and four fouls. That shows you that he's, yeah. in, he's locked in. He's engaged. He, he's giving up his body. He's giving up his body. He's engaged. He's making fouls uh, when he needs to. Um, the freshman is coming along, and I'm happy to see that. But one thing I will say that popped out to me um for this buffalo game was the fact that our our bench came came up big and, and scored 37 points off the bench um and we only allowed 15 points and i think that was the turning point for us getting that victory versus buffalo yeah that stuff is always used right as you know at michigan state we're we're a team if we have the numbers and a lot of guys are contributing that means a lot right so whenever we can have our bench get that type of production for us, it's just going to make the game a lot better for us and keep everybody in good spirits. And when things are not going well, we know coaches sub you in and out. So when you sure. get a guy to get subbed in and it's going well, it just helps the team. It helps everything going on. Going on. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, the next game they had was against uh, Nebraska. Um, that game was yesterday. Uh, they they ended up winning 89-68. Um, State coming in at 9-4, Nebraska 8-6. Um, tell me what you noticed. Um, just just reading the stats was popped off the paper to you the most um, during during that game. Man, you know what was big? Well, it was really big. We started the game rolling. The first right. half, the score was 39 to 17. Yeah. So that game right there was a lot of energy. We came out pumping and we were playing really well. So with that, that already creates a certain type of energy inside the gym. And when we know when our when our crowd is involved and it's rolling, like we're really good. We got everybody involved. We're playing really well. Uh Joey again, he had a double-double, right? He had 10 points, 10 rebounds. Jaden had nine points. Right. AJ, he had nine assists. So those type of things, when we get that type of contribution from different guys, is really big. Yeah, for sure. I, 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 um, and also, shit, we held Nebraska to uh, 27, 27% uh, from the field. That's huge in the first half. Um, so, I mean, that, that lets you know um, how locked in we were and ready for this game. 
I will have to say my unsung hero for this game, again, was Jackson Kohler, man. 15 minutes, 5-5 five for five from the field, 10 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, 1, one block. He was just he, – he's giving us that energy, man. He's giving us that energy off the bench that we need. When Maddie's a little tired or banged up or in foul trouble, he's coming in and they're filling that position really well. So I'm proud of the young fella, um, you know, with me starting as a freshman, I know what it's like, and I know what those pressures are, uh, are like. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm happy for this young man. And, Ray, if you think about this, we talked about this a little bit last time and how important the rebound battle was big for us, right? For like, sure. so against Buffalo, we were plus, a plus five. We stepped into this Nebraska game, and we know how this is going. We went plus five against Buffalo. Coaches coming in saying – we are playing a team similar to us in the statistics when it comes to rebounding. So you know that practice was war-on-war war drill. That was each practice, 15 to 20 minutes war drill. For people that don't know what the war drill is, it's an all-out battle between both teams, and there's no rules. you just going in there, you're crashing, you have to box out. So I know a game getting prepared for a Nebraska game, that was a huge focus. So for us to come in, we smashed them on the rebounds, bro. We was right. plus 17, 46 right. to 29. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that was huge. While we're on this five-game winning streak, when you look at that five-game winning streak, our rebounding, we have been in the plus every time, right, yes, in sir. the rebounding compartment, which is really big for us. And like you said, Madi, again, he had 10 rebounds. So he had 10 rebounds. Kohler had 10 rebounds. Those are big things for us because we've been talking about Madi being this guy coming in and just giving this great amount of energy and doing all the little things. So for him to have 10 rebounds, right, and continue on that output on that rebounding glass and for us to be plus 17 against a good rebounding team, Nebraska, was really big for us. Oh, and, and also, man, we had 13 assists on 17 baskets in the first half. Ended the game with 24 um, and nine turnovers. Um, anytime that you can take care of the ball in that type of way, um, your results are nine times out of ten going to be positive. So um, that's a plus for us, man. Um, yeah, what, what you do is, is big, like you said. That's a plus. And then also like what is, you know, is telling us that's, you know, when you have all those things, the assists, the rebounding, guys are contributing from all different ways. You know, that's why he kind of referenced that it's kind of our best game of the year, best first half of the year. You know, because all those things was kind of hitting at the right time. Feel me? Right, right. Um, also, Tyson Walker, man, was he hot yeah. the first? The man, the man is cooking. He has it going right now. Sixteen points in the first half. I want to say he ended up with what twenty-one. So he only scored five in the second half. But man, he had it going, and he uh, definitely led him led him through the first half um, and gave him that comfortable lead. Yeah, man, he did play well. He played really well in that first half. And then you can see we were up so much. Now, we know this as a player, as a coach. So it's two sides. As a player, you're up that much, right? We up 39 and 17. We up 22 points. We're feeling good. We come in the locker room. Coach is pinpointing a few things. How oh, we need to do this a little bit better. We need to do that a little bit better. But as a player, you like coach. We up 22 points. Everybody's rolling. Guys are sharing the basketball, 13 assists. <laughs> And then in the second half, we kind of had a let off, right? They actually beat us in the second half. It was 35 to 39 deal in the second half. So 
that sign of maturity where we got to still grow and hopefully it carries over as we continue to move into the season. Like we got to watch those type of things because this first half, if we can take this first half and start to build on that first half, you know what I'm saying? We can be a scary team as we're starting to move forward into this season. Feel me? For sure. For yeah. sure. I, I have to agree with you on that. And plus, man, we're still waiting on Malik to hit his, hit his, uh, reach his top, uh, top talent. Um, is it uh, show his damn a tongue twist twist? Right? <laughs> you over there, bro? Jeez. Malik. Now that Malik is back and he's able to show us what he's what he's able to do, um, I think the sky is going to be the limit for this guy. Um, he brings such a different dynamic on the floor. He can play the three. He can play the four. Um, he's he's athletic enough. He can shoot it well enough. So I think they're going to get a lot better um, the more he plays. And gets back in rhythm. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing these guys play. Yeah, because I think Malik is a rhythm player, right? And I think all players go through that. He's coming off an injury, right? And we know being at Michigan State, sometimes the lineup does change. So a guy like that that was in the lineup at the beginning and had to take a couple weeks off. I think he was out four to six weeks, right? Um, he was off. So he kind of ran, um, you know, forming into form again and getting back going. So we need him to be really good for us to be really good. So coming forward and moving forward, he needs to kind of turn that corner, which I think he will. Yeah, for sure, because I'll say this. Michigan State is not a team that can afford any injuries yeah. um, and be able to withhold that high play play style that they're used to playing. And, and, uh, and, I, and it hurts whenever, some, whenever someone gets hurt. So yep. um, I think if we can stay healthy um, later on down the line, I think it'll help us in the long run, and uh, we can go on a run like we always do in March. Yes, sir. Now, moving forward, uh, let's preview this Michigan game, man. Um, this is definitely a game that we all look forward to playing each and every year. We're Ohio guys, but uh, we were fortunate to to be welcomed into this culture where – Everything is beat Michigan. Scum. <laughs> we call them scum. We call them scum. But let's let's talk about who Michigan has and, and who are their threats um on the team. Because like I said, they're 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 a polished team. And uh they got the I call him the footer, Hunter Dickinson. And man, he's one heck of a player. Um averaging 18 points, shooting 57 from the field. And, and 75 from the free throw line. So it's not like you can hack and shack this guy because he's going to go to the free throw line and knock him down as well. Um, what do you think we need to do um, to try to control Hunter and also Jet Howard, uh, coach's son? He, as a freshman, man, this guy is really putting up some numbers, averaging 14.6, 2.7 rebounds, and 2.6 assists. So they have some weapons, man, and I think that we need to take heed to what uh, what they bring to the table. Yeah, man, this is a game. Throw the stats out the window, right? Throw them out the window. Throw the records out the window. For sure. Mano, Imano. Imano, Imano right now. This is, if you want to be stepped in history, Michigan State, Michigan game is where you go get it. Yes, sir. So whenever I look at this type of game, Hunter Dickinson, he's having a great year. Second in offense, third in rebounds, right? Jed Howard 
came into the season unknown, right? Um, like he was known because obviously who his father is, but not knowing what his production was going to look like. He's having a great year right now as a freshman, shooting yes, up the drive boards, but none of that matters right now. When you play a rivalry game and it's a Michigan, Michigan State game, Ooh. right? Let's go. It doesn't matter it the record. Doesn't. It don't matter what you have done the game before. Our focus is let's get it. Let's get let's it. Let's get it. So our focus right now has to be, I don't care how injured you are. I don't care how you're feeling. <laughs> right? It, it don't matter. We got to jump and we got to match and bring a certain level of physicality to the game. And we got to play with a certain level of energy that is unmatched. And if we do that, right, those things to take care of itself. I just think when you have these rivalry games, bro, and you've been in these games and we've been in these games together, when you in these games, it don't matter how they plan or we plan or what this player is doing and that player doing. This is about like, what you got inside? Are you gonna but step up, make some is plays? That, is that is that ticker gonna beat at the is end? Is that of the ticker day? gonna beat, man? And we if we up by twenty, coach gonna be acting like we down by five because he want to beat them by forty, right? Like so, all that stuff don't matter. It matters to what you got inside right now. Like making sure we're being efficient offensively and guys are stepping up. You know what I'm saying? For sure. With that being said, man, um, just just run run up by the the viewers and the fans, man. What is one of your most well known memories that you have to this day uh, playing against Michigan? Whether we win or lose, uh, is it somebody that that you know had an effect during the game? What was it? What was it for you? And then I'll share share mine. Now, I think the big thing for me has always been, I think you spoke about it when we first talked, it's about like joining in those rivalry. We from Ohio. So obviously Ohio State was that like, yo, we need to beat them. But when we got to Michigan State and we talked to all the former players and you would see the energy surrounded around this game. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like you got the former players walk-ons to the managers, to the people, to everyone on campus. Every, everyone is locked in. Everybody locked in. And you know what is different? I'm not sure how many times we have played this game when the school has not been in. Right? Sure. So normally, normally the school is in. So you're going around campus and everybody is tuned in. Like you're going to, you're going to class and everybody like, yo, scum, it's showtime. Like how we, yeah. what we going to do? So you got this type of energy Pumping. So one of my best memories, right, is uh, my sophomore, I think, or junior year. It was your freshman year, and we had Antonio Smith. Antonio oh, Smith, one sure. of the great Michigan State Spartans, one of the first ones, big dog, uh, team captain, all the things you want to uh, talk about Michigan State. Well, he was first off, first off, let's say he's the original Flintstone. Yes, he's the original, the original. Flintstone. Yes. So – I just remember stepping into that week one time and Tone having this type of energy, and it was unreal. We were in practice, and we were preparing, and this dude was acting as if he was a player, and we were going for rebounds, and he was, like, slap snatching us, bumping us so hard, and we like, yo, Tone, like, what's going on? What you doing? Turn it up. <laughs> you know, like, that type of stuff is like what you need 
because sometimes as a player, you can be like, I'm trying to be cool and I don't want to like have hold this on. type of energy hold and on, don't have to bring it out. You feel me? For sure. Yeah. Hold on though. For for those who don't know who Tone Smith is, let me paint a quick picture for you. Tone Antonio Smith is about six eight to six nine, and he is about two sixty. And when I say this guy is all muscle from the from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, he is literally all muscle. Like a great comparison that I can think of right now for to call tone is Luke Cage. Have you ever seen that Netflix series, Luke Cage? I seen that. Luke Cage was 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 in prison, and and they and they started like these experiments on him. Anyway, he had he had crazy strength, and he had unbreakable skin, and that right there is Tone Smith in a bag because I, mind you this is my freshman year and i remember it like yesterday like travis said tone was tone was practicing with us and getting us prepared for this michigan game and man when i came into the locker room i seen some something so crazy and i will never forget i seen tone lacing up his ankle braces <laughs> which is which is normal to you know to it's very normal in, in basketball. He's, he's lacing up his ankle brace. But then I noticed Tone didn't have on any socks. <laughs> Which is crazy. Do you know, first off, what type of feet you have to have to have on ankle braces and no socks? That is unbelievable. So that that right there, that toughness within itself is amazing to me. And that just gives you a little spill on how Antonio Smith was moving at that time and, and what he brought um, to practice. Yeah, man. Like, so that's why it's exciting when you think about this game and what's coming, because we are very similar, right? Michigan right now averaging about 76 points a game. We averaging about 71 points a game. For sure. Field goal percentage. We shooting 44.7. They shooting about 45. Right. And then rebounding. I, I love the rebounding part because I think that's kind of that, especially early in the year, it's the toughness, is what we preach about. Right now, we at 31, 38.1 and Michigan at 37.1. So that yeah. rebound battle, again, is going to be another thing where I say, throw this stuff out the window. But some of these things stand out because that's pace, right? And how the game is going to be played, if it's going to be up and down a little bit faster which, again, Michigan averages 76 points. So we want to run. So hopefully it's yeah. a lot of fun, and we want to get up and down like they want to get up and down. And then rebounding, right? It's two teams that are similar in the rebounding, and Michigan hasn't been a great rebounder team in the past. But since Howard been there, he brings a different level of toughness. So we want to make sure we match that, and we want to smash them on that glass. For sure. For sure. Um, I don't know about you, Trav, but I'm 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 able and proud to say that I am five and one against the Wolverines. That 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 only loss was the loss that we're talking about that that occurred uh, February twenty seventh um, at Chrysler Arena, which we lost. We ended up losing by eleven. Uh, but but everybody knows that my freshman year, your sophomore year, we weren't the best team, 
but we were we were figuring it out. We were figuring. Hey, it. hey Ray, when we lost that game, we were afraid to walk in the locker room because of Antonio Smith. At halftime, I think Tom was making uh, threats to us. He was making threats. Like uh, he was. We, we had we had threats going on where you were like, "Yo, did, did Tom say he was he was gonna he was gonna beat you up if we lose this game?" So, so <laughs> let's let's give some insight on what's going on. So Tone during the game, Tone is like sort of a part of the staff at this at this time, um, and he's sitting right behind our bench. So every time we come to the bench, we can hear Tone. And Tone's voice is very, <laughs> it's like raspy, but it's it's an octave lower than raspy. It's like, man, what the, what the, what the hell, man? What, what the hell y'all doing? Y'all, 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 excuse my language, y'all fucking up out there, man. I'm, I'm going to beat one of y'all ass if y'all, if y'all get it together. Like, hold on, like, what? You making threats? <laughs> you, you making threats to us now? We know that. We know your energy. We get it. But come on, Tone. But yeah, man, it, it was just, it was funny just to you know be a part of that uh, Tone Smith era, man. Because that guy, he was he's tough as nails, and he and he definitely changed the culture um, after you know that that whole season, my whole freshman season. Um, I think we came in you know very lackadaisical, uh, a little soft. Um, the freshmen didn't we didn't have any type of idea of what we were getting ourselves into coming into the Big Ten. And, man, there were some teams that were loaded um, our freshman year. So, um, and Michigan happened to be one of those teams. So, it was fun, man, just sharing that experience with you and the other guys and, and with Tone Smith. Yeah, no, nah, man, like you said, this this rivalry, I'm excited. Uh, I don't want to be home because it's snowing. <laughs> but I would love to come to that game if I could. And then oh, also that game is going to be big for is alumni weekend for us. So a lot of guys are going to be back, a lot of walk-ons, former players, everybody that's an alumni in our sporting dog uh, fraternity. So it's yes, going to be exciting. And I'm looking forward to our guys putting on the show and uh, whooping some ass. Oh, for sure, man. And another memory that I had, man, was my my senior year as well. Um, we, we beat Michigan. And, man, just the – just the atmosphere that the Chrysler Center had that night was was magical. Um, it was, of course, sold out. Um, and I think, I want to say K hit the game winner. I had like 20 and K hit the game winner. We all played pretty well. But, man, it was it was truly a battle um, mm-hmm. from 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 the jump. Um, you know, it was it was punches thrown. Um, it was grabbing the jerseys. It was it was everything that that you hope for in a basketball game and uh, for it to come down um, to the wire the way it did and Kate coming up big and knocking that shot down, man, and giving us the victory was huge. So, man, shouts out to Kate um, as well, man. It was it was fun. Kate Luke, baby. Getting that victory in Chrysler, that's for sure. Yeah. E.T. know who Kate Luke is. Kate Luke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Player of the year is junior year. Let's not forget that. Yeah, sophomore year. No, sophomore year. It was the sophomore year? No. Yeah. That was the sophomore year? ET won the following year. Oh, you might be right. So my yeah. my junior year, his sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah, sophomore. He was he was player of the year and I was defensive player of the year. Come on, man. 
Uh, oh, and coach is coach of the year. You know? Oh, E.T. E.T. Yeah. We're going to talk about that later, E.T. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah. Word on campus. Right. It's from another campus, bro. Indiana. I, I couldn't. Bloomington. I, 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 I don't even believe it. I don't even think they believe Word it. Word on campus is from another <laughs> campus. Indiana University. From one of our guys. See what? Christian Wofford for y'all. When you in the stands, you really realize like, damn, this is going crazy in here. Like everybody going, <laughs> everybody going nuts in here. So, you know, from that perspective, bro, it's different. Um, but I go out on the limb, bro. I don't think we're gonna lose at home. <laughs> I don't see nobody. I mean, even with Purdue, like they're not gonna. I don't see nobody. I don't see nobody being oh, at home this year. Bro, I don't think nobody. No, I think it, I think it works strong for enough in the Big Ten to where you know because we went, we were the number one Come team on, in the country. Christian. We went in, Expecting to win on the Christian, road, like regardless. Christian, like, come on, <laughs> come on, Christian. You know better than that. We're not even Christian. Listen, we're not even about to do that right now. All right, you know damn well y'all gonna lose in Assembly Hall. It's just that simple. Don't, I, I'm not even gonna start on how y'all look versus Kansas. We're not even gonna. We're not even gonna jump. We gonna keep that where it's at. But don't you dare say y'all gonna go undefeated in Assembly Hall. That's not yo. That's so you crazy. Guys are good. That's crazy. You guys are you guys are good, but you're not that good, Christian. And you know what? Like, IU has a great fan base, and it's a do. tough place to play, right? So, it Christian, you, your fans are incredible. Uh, the the Hoosiers, they are incredible fans. But we know you put a lot of gas, and oh, a lot gosh. of gas on that to say that y'all are not gonna lose. At all there. Great fan base. But that's not going to happen, my brother. That's not going to happen. Christian. <laughs> Come on. Come on, dog. Come on. You you know you know how we give it up. Come on. He don't bro. even believe that, right? He don't even believe it. He don't even believe it. Yeah. I mean, and, and Christian does that. Listen, you are a great player yourself, great man. Player. I, I, give, I give credit when credit is due. Yeah, I think you. I, I want to say you had what fourteen points against us as a great freshman. player. But but Christian, undefeated in Assembly Hall. You 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 were there. You were there when we were juniors and seniors, Christian. You know what we did to y'all in Assembly Hall. Yes. We we not about to do that, Christian. <laughs> we not about to do this. I was when I heard the clip, I was a loss of words. I didn't know what to say. Right? I was sitting there thinking, did he really just say they're not going to lose at all? And I give credit when credit is due. They have a great atmosphere. It's very hard to win there, actually. My they, freshman they, they year get- or sophomore year, I got elbowed by DJ White. DJ White was a killer. He was a really good player. Yeah, sure. He elbowed me, and I got knocked out. I was laying on the ground, and I felt like the whole world was on top of me because, you know, at IU, it goes up. So you're, like, looking yeah. up. So I was on the ground, and I was like, whoa. It's like a, it's like a yes. theater. Seeing is like a theater. Yeah. So to say that they're not going to lose is just crazy. Now, if you was there, see what? Christian Wofford, I don't still think that's the case. But you was a hell of a player, my brother. 
Sean. Yeah, you were. You there? Big shot, Christian. All right. Like, we remember that shot against Kentucky. Big shot. We know. We know what you do. Big. But to say that you're not going to lose, nah, brother. Nah. Uh, hey, uh, uh, Jay Z said a great line, man. We don't believe you. You need more people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't believe it, man. We gonna have, we gonna have to see it happen. We gonna have to see it happen, man. But with that being said, man, the the, the conference play within itself is is very tough. Um, after like like we said, after Michigan, we got uh Wisconsin, and uh, no, it's is Wisconsin. I'm sorry, yeah, it's Wisconsin, and then after that, we have who Indiana. Yeah, I think so. Yep. So man, I have so many memories of of, of Indiana and Wisconsin that I, I could go on. I can go on for hours. What? But, um, man, conference. Let's let's talk about conference play and how tough it's gonna be uh, for the Spartans during that. Yeah, strip. man, I'm excited. I'm excited for the year. I think you know, for us, it's always important for us to play well and to to do well inside the Big Ten. And the Big Ten is tough. And it's, I live in California, so I have went to a couple Pac-12 games at different college games. And what I can say, and I think a lot of people will, you know, go on record saying this, is that the atmosphere is inside the Big Ten. There's like no other, right? Like every gym that you go into, Ohio State, Indiana, Purdue, Northwestern, Maryland, like you can name each team and the atmosphere, the atmospheres are great, right? You're going to have a great crowd, because of the alumni base from different schools, you're going to have different schools and different uh, fans coming to the games. So there's, there's always great atmospheres. I loved every game when I played in all the games. So I'm excited for the season and what we can do. I think we have a great team, a good team, that can become a really good team and great team down the line. So I'm excited for what we can do inside the Big Ten. Okay. With that being said, do you think we can win conference? You know, it's so early in the season, so I'm not going to say if we can't win it. I think there's a lot of things that got to go our way, but I think where we're trending, we're trending upward. So I like where we're at. For sure. I think, uh, you know, I I love when AJ and Tyson and Joey are playing really well. And I love that AJ, not AJ, but um, Jaden is starting to kind of come into form, right? And now that we get And now we got Malik back. I think we have a legitimate chance because, again, we are strength in numbers, right? Michigan State is a program strength in numbers. As everyone starts to form in and we getting everyone involved, I think we have a really good chance to be pretty good in the Big Ten. I I would have to agree with you. Um, I would would have to say also coming off the bench, if if we can get more uh, production from Pierre Brooks Mm, um, and and Jackson Crawler keeps finding his way, I think, man, we have a a really good chance and – and uh, capturing that Big Ten title um, later on down the line. because you know, right, for us, and this is throughout the season, and even with the Malik Hall situation, he was starting early. And now that he's coming back, he's coming off the bench. So you have to kind of have that next man mentality up at Michigan State, right, where there's a lot of – there's not like a set starting lineup. So sometimes when guys see a lineup change – Sometimes it's because coach may go, hey, you're not playing well enough. I want to give you an extra boost off the bench. It's not like you're demoted. You know what I mean? It's not like, yo, this guy is way better. We've been trying to get him in. So I think with the season, the long season of the Big Ten, we'll see a couple different lineup changes, which is best for that team and for that game matchup. So 
Uh, I'm excited. I think we have a good team. Like I said, I think we're trending upwards. This five game winning streak got me really going. And, you know, depending on how we play well, how we play against Michigan, which I think we're going to perform well, I think it, it can be really good for us. We just need momentum. Whenever you get momentum, that's bro, it. That's it. It, just, it just changes. It just changes things. So we just need some momentum. Let's get the roll. That's it. You know? That's it. And, and, and like Iz always used to say, man, it's not about who starts the game. It's about who finishes. Yeah. So, uh, man, with that being said, man, I want to thank all of y'all for joining us today at About Sparta Podcast, and we will see you next time. Beyond the Big Ten is a network of podcasts that aims to be your go-to resource for all things Big Ten. We cover the entire conference with shows hosted by ex-players and athletic alumni, aiming to be your go-to source of information and entertainment for your favorite team. Hosted by ex-Big Ten players, media, and insiders, our podcasts are focused on giving diehard fans and those alums an inside scoop about the teams and people that make the Big Ten Conference one of the most watched and most talked about conferences in sports. We're excited to talk Big Ten basketball with you wherever you may be. Subscribe now. Subscribe now.